It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hi, I'm Jason Cundy, the duck lover, and you are listening to the TalkSport Daily podcast. Andy Goldstein is off this week, so you've got the other half of the enigmatic Matic. Is that, is it Miranda Matic's brother? No, it can't be. Enigmatic sports bar duo. On today's show, you'll hear all the fallout from Clinton Morrison on who Arsenal must snap up as their next new manager. Mario Melchiot's advice to his old teammate Frank Lampard and news of a very, very big signing for, uh, Torquay? Uh, no, really, Torquay. But let's start with the Jim White and Natalie Soya show. And this is Clinton Morrison telling Arsenal to go and get Carlo Ancelotti. Why would he go there? Ancelotti comes available. All the cl- <laughs> if you haven't got a manager, you go and get this man. He's a serial winner. Mm-hmm. You've said all the trophies that he's won. I think he'd be a great fit for um, Arsenal. I think Arsenal would be mad not to go and appoint him this week or even not today. He's that good of a manager. I know negotiations take a few days and stuff, but surely if he becomes available, you have to go and get him. He would be really good at Everton. I, I, I totally get that. But do Everton want... Um, do they want an interim manager now to the end of the season? Someone, David Moyes, who knows the club inside out. Because they're, they're near the bottom, but I think they'll be fine. I think Everton will be fine start climbing the table. It's, it's a difficult one, but I think uh, Antonio... Ancelotti and Arsenal is a great fit. And That's I think he'd be brilliant for that. I think he'd yeah. be superb for that. Not, and he would be good for Everton as well. He's just a serial oh, winner. How can you not want him? Uh, either club, no doubt. I mean, I'm not surprised that 74%, as you say, of yeah. Everton fans want him. As you've pointed out, he's a serial winner. He knows how to manage big names, big egos, for example. Um, in particular with Arsenal and the, the defensive frailties right mm. now, you can imagine he'll go in there, he'll structure them better, he will organise them better, he'll make them difficult to break down. I mean, it, it's a no, it's a no-brainer, surely. Yeah, course, Arsenal. Yeah. So you think they, Arsenal will win the race well, if it comes down to it, Oh, Natalie. if it came just, down to it, yeah. Because Machiri would want Ancelotti, I'm quite sure of that, whereas yes. Bill, Bill at Everton, I'm sure would favour Moyes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're probably right. I mean, I can see why Bill would favour Moyes. He's a friend. You know, there was relative success at Everton uh, with David Moyes there. But really, do you want to go backwards? I don't know. I'm not sure if that is the right person to be going back into Everton, but maybe on a short-term appointment just to sort of sort things out there for the time being for the rest of the season. But right now, Duncan Ferguson, I know it's just the one win, but he's re- he's galvanised I mean. that it's squad. A- he's galvanised the team and the fans and everything. You're right, Natalie. If it's a short-term appointment, just keep Duncan Ferguson. You well, saw the passion yeah. he showed on the weekend. I thought it was yeah. brilliant. Mm. And that wasn't, it wasn't fake. 
if you know Duncan Ferguson oh, and no. he played against him, that was real. Picking up the ball, yeah. celebrating with the ball boys and stuff like that. I thought it was magnificent. And, and winning the late Harry Kendall's watch. Saying. Yeah, it was brilliant. There was all that romance. And with Everton, you always get romance. Over to Brecky now with Laura Woodsy Woods and Ali McQuisty Queesty. And here is their guest, Mario Melchior, with a word of warning for Chelsea. Personally speaking, I've been so impressed with, and I know it's very early stages in Frank and Jody's uh, managerial career at Chelsea, but I'm really impressed the way things have started. How impressed have you been, and how, how impressed in particular have you been with some of the, the younger lads that have come in, whether it's Tammy Abraham, who, who I believe scored 13 goals so far in all competitions, Mason Mount, Pulisic, hodgson Adoy, James. There's a good feel about Chelsea at this moment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you look at those young young players, just the way they develop themselves. I mean, look, if you look at Temi, I mean, in the beginning when he came, there was a discussion who was going to start the line. He managed to get himself really quickly into um, a number of goals that kind of stopped the discussion straight away with him and Giroud. Uh, it was like, no, he's going to be the starting line. I mean... Mason Mount, he's for me, you know, arguably one of those players that he's just sometimes you watch him and you just forget how young he is. Yeah. Um, but also, what a big surprise is, is uh, Chris uh, Pulisic. Yeah. Because Christian, when he came over, uh, a lot of people were thinking, like, okay, he came for a high uh, money value, but it's a young kid coming into a new league. And in Germany, he was kind of like struggling at the end because he, was, he, he came on the bench. And now he came in this team, he really had to work hard to become a starting player again and then managing to score, getting on the scoring sheet and creating chance for all the other players. I think overall, it's a great young team and everybody wants to play for their side and that just comes down to what Jody and, and uh, definitely uh, Frank have done for themselves, that people want to play for them. And I think as a coach, I mean, Ali, you know yourself, if we have a coach in our, in our team and we watch him and we feel like we can trust him yeah. and he, he gives us what we are looking for, makes us a better player, even if you're not always playing, you want to play because you want to prove to the manager that you should be picking me. How dangerous is this? If you look at the transfer ban being lifted, are there negatives to this as well, that you've got a team that looks so settled and they're obviously on a journey together and they've moulded and gelled really well. Is there a danger that you bring somebody in and it's going to upset, uh, unsettle them? Only for the players that haven't made their debut yet. They might be thinking like, oh my God, that's where my chance is going. But I don't think they should be worrying about it because I don't think you should, now that the ban is lifted, if they now start going back to what they did before and forget what they have achieved right now, it would not be smart. And I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to steady the ship and try to add real quality to the team that has a perfect age instead of like trying to get those. I can begin, of course, Chelsea have to work its way to the level where they are right now. And it's definitely a stardom and, you know, and a superstar team. But you don't want to start getting um, players in that are going to dismantle what they already have built. And I don't think that Frank wants a player that is, what, maybe, you know, at an older age and then doesn't want to yeah. obey to his rules or his way he wants to play. So I'm sure they're going to be really uh, smart about how they're going to bring someone in. Where would you where would you strengthen, Mario, if you were if you were them and you were making those decisions at Chelsea? You made a great comment about at the back. You know, mm. you, 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 you made a comment at the back uh, of saying, like, you maybe have to build up the competition. Mm. I, I think you maybe have to get a little bit more, um, more steadiness at the back. And then when you go to, um, you look at uh, Abraham, look, he's the main guy. I ask myself now, he gets injured, who's going to score the goals? Stan Woodsy and Queesty, here they are doing bird footballer puns. 
How about this one, Ali? Human Swan. <laughs> Alison Pecker. Blue Titus <laughs> Bramble. Oh, oh, some brilliant man. I've got to hit you with how about a real bird in hand? <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. It's, it's genius. That it is really genius. is clever. I don't mind Robbie Fowler either, by the Al, way. I've got an Al one as well. Meza Alzil. Do you <laughs> yeah, like that one? Good. This is brilliant, Ali. I think you'll like this one. Geordie. <laughs> Ger- yeah, I know. Virgil van Kite. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's very good. Oh. Virgil van Kite. I like that one. How about this one? Geordie. <laughs> wow. Manuel Pellegrin Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> and, I know. I'm beginning to worry. I'm, I'm seriously beginning to worry about our listeners out there. I'm worried about <laughs> them. Goodness. I'm really that worried about them. That's Raheem Starling. <gasps> I like Raheem. I mean, that's like an obvious one, but it's, it's, it's perfect. It really is. Ian Thrush. <laughs> <laughs> one of the boys has just texted me with Ryan Jack. Daw. <laughs> And now we can head over to TalkSport 2 for Matt Holland's reaction after Manchester City thumped Dynamo Zagreb 4-1 in the Champions League. Everyone's talking about Jesus and will be talking about Jesus, but you wanted to talk more about Phil Foden tonight because his performance overall has been nothing short of outstanding. Been absolutely top class. I mean, there's been some really good individual performances, but he's put a real stamp on the game. The way he just drifts into certain areas of the pitch. He's, He's just, just set up Sterling now in behind the defence. Tries to beat the goalkeeper. Good save by Novakovic down low and stops Sterling from making it five oh. and stops Phil Foden from getting a magnificent assist. Another sublime pass from Phil Foden. The weight of pass, the accuracy, absolutely top draw. He has been so good tonight. Yes, Jesus was outstanding as well. A couple of youngsters finishing the game at centre-half. Pep will be very, very pleased with tonight's work. You've got a, a striker there, Gabriel Jesus, who scored a hat-trick and, and played particularly well, but I, I can't look beyond Phil Foden. He got the fourth goal and was instrumental throughout the night. I mean, it's not often someone gets a hat-trick and doesn't, doesn't get the match ball and the man of the match award. But I'm sorry, Gabriel, I'm going to give it to Phil Foden. I thought he was terrific tonight. This is Drive Now with Max Rushton and Darren Goff talking the Foxes, Leicester City. James Madison potentially snubbing a lot of other clubs to sign a new deal at the King Power is a real sign of what they're doing. I know we contracts don't necessarily mean a whole lot, but still, stunning footballer. I don't know which is the more interesting conversation out of those. I think Vardy coming back into England, England setup is fascinating. Well, I think got the old story uh, about Leicester, uh, full stop. I think they've got a manager in demand, uh, massive demand. Um, they've got a footballer who I think is quite popular, in Jamie Vardy, and people are now on about him coming back for England, even though he's retired. That's how popular he must be. In Madison, they've probably got the most wanted player inside the Premier League to go to another Premier League club. Uh, club. Yeah. Um, and... Been offered him what four and a half year uh, deal added on to the current deal he's got. Uh, it's going to be tighter sell on clause, which you would expect. But what Madison's got to do, he don't want to be in the situation that Zaha's find himself in at Crystal Palace, where he wanted to leave but he can't leave because he's got no release clause in there. If a fee is matched, 
he can go, you know what I mean? So I think that's important for Madison, although he starts thinking, yeah, double your money. Yeah. But if the dream offer does come along from one of the bigger clubs, and it's hard to say that at the minute, because I tell you what, Leicester in second place, under Brendan Rodgers, playing wonderful football and beating in eight, but he's got to give himself the opportunity if someone really wants him, one of the elite he can still go. What what release clause are you put? If you're his agent, what release clause clause are you putting on? Well, there? I would say Leicester will want to put something like eighty million. I, I would say realistically, Madison will be one to put fifty million off, fifty five million. Jamie Vardy, if he was eligible, if he said I want to play for England again, would you pick him, and would you start him? I'd, I'd, I I won't go back to Vardy now because I okay. think I think they have got Kane and Abraham who would. Fantastic centre forwards. They both work for the team. Their movement is fantastic. Both of them very similar. Kane's probably a better all-round footballer. Would you would you say that? Yes. Holding the ball yeah, up, yeah, yeah, running absolutely. to space, yeah, yeah. and bringing quick players in. Yeah. But Tammy Abrams has got that movement as well. Mm-hmm. He's out to play against. He's getting stronger every week. Um, so I think we've got two out and out centre forwards. Then what he's got then? The problem is if he brings Vardy in, does Vardy play? And the only way he plays is if he plays off the left. Because he likes to come from the left anyway and cut inside, doesn't he? That's the way he likes to do. But can he start for England in that left position? Because at the minute he has Sancho there sometimes or Rashford. I would would probably play Rashford. But I wouldn't... You'd play Vardy down the middle, wouldn't you? You, Presumably he's the only... The only place you can play him is if you don't play Harry Kane. So Harry Kane's playing. So it is as a substitute. Well, that's why he packed him playing for England. Because he realised you were never going to get any instead of Harry Kane. Uh, you know, three months before the, uh, you know, two weeks before the tournament, you just think, actually, I don't have a lot on this summer. But it's going to be off the bench again, isn't it? Yeah. So he's going to say to him, right, do you want to come to a tournament and you're going to be on the bench? Or is he going to think Southgate, although he's banging in the goals, Vardy, does he think, do you know something? I've got Tammy Hebram who can score. I've got uh, Rashford who's scoring. I've got Sterling who started scoring for England. Do I need him? I'm Jim White and this is TalkSport Daily. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. 
With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Back to the breakfast show now with Laura Woods and Ali McCoist. And this is Harry Redknapp paying tribute to Jim Smith. And then Ali McCoist tells the story of his favourite memory of the former Derby and Oxford manager. Jim was special. I mean, he, he was an amazing character. He really was. I mean, every day was just fun being with him. He was just amazing. Stories, laughing, having a drink. Yes, it was. There was never a dull moment with Jim. And I took him. You know, I I went to Portsmouth, took over as manager. In the, it was my first season there. We were going into. We were in the championship, and I rang Jim up and I said, "Listen, Jim, would you come and work with me?" I, He'd been a manager, and I didn't. I didn't even ring him up and say, "Look, will you be my assistant?" I felt embarrassed to say that to him. He'd had a, a long career, you know, and as, as a manager. So I rang him up. I just said, "Would you come and work with me?" He said, "Harry, I'd love to." He said, "I love Portsmouth. I'd love to come and have a go with you." You know, so he came in, and it was an amazing signing for me. The fans loved him. He'd been there before, done a great job before. Took him to the cup semi-final, and. And he came in and we just off we went. We took off that first season, won the championship. Very fond memories of Jim. And he came down. Jim Smith, I think my team in question of sport one, one Wednesday night in Manchester was uh, Jim Smith, Walter Smith and myself. So <laughs> we, decided, we, decided, <laughs> we decided to go out for a Chinese, a Chinese meal after, <laughs> after the show. And it's safe to say, I, I, without doubt, I get smithed. Right, so we went for a Chinese meal, then went back to the hotel, decided to have a glass of wine to follow on from the meal, and we don't know where time went, we just talked about football and blithering away, and I can still remember, it was about 6.30, the next thing we knew it was 6.30 in the morning, Walter was jumping in a car to go straight to, to Everton, as manager at the time, to get the training done, Jim was going, I think it was to Derby, and he... I think I sat in the back of an Audi with a pillow and slept for three and a half hours and then we back up to Glasgow. Let's head over to Hawksby and Jacobs, H&J, for their best bits. You can hear the boys from 1pm weekdays. Breaking news on Talk Sport. Yeah, there's some breaking news, and I'm just getting it in front yeah, of me. Exciting, and it? the breaking news is, the producers just uh, put it in front of me, the breaking news is... Well, Torquay United have uh, signed Forest Green midfielder Lloyd James on loan. It's not breaking news, is it? <laughs> it is. To be fair, I've gone straight, like all Torquay fans, and I'm, I consider myself one now, have gone oh, yeah. straight onto YouTube to see uh, what, what we've got. And it's got Lloyd James goals, 2013 to 2016. Played for Wales, under 21s, 31 Only years 188 old. views so far. Played at Southampton. We'll get a few more. The O's, Exeter City, Colchester. And bringing some much-needed experience. A oh, calm it's head. 191 views. A calm head into a young side. So uh, I can't believe that's breaking news. But anyway, our producer's a Torquay fan, so uh, we are duty-bound, really, to bring that to you. But oh, yeah, good nice, luck. Nice finish. Good yeah. luck. Uh, good signing there Just by Gary. some of his goals. And good luck to Lloyd. <clears throat> Anything else? Oh, yeah, me. that's all right. No oh, problem. Now, at all. Andy, uh, yes. a, a bit of a, a regular mm. thing you like to know is yeah. uh, you're getting to a certain age, and you always like to know the secrets of people who live to a hundred years old and get yeah, that coveted that. Porridge telegram. And, porridge and whiskey. I've well, porridge and whiskey, maybe, but uh, Anne Callender from Stanmore in Middlesex, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was, I- 
You're a yeah. fan of hers? Yeah. Yeah, this time of year, she's very popular, of course. Oh, yeah. um, she said, I'm going to be a hundred... No, this could keep you alive, mate. Listen to this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be a hundred years old next week. Oh, that's nice. She says, I eat what I like. She eats what she, she likes. likes. And calendar. She, she eats what she likes. She said, uh, be it meat or fish, hot or cold, sweet, sour or salty, fattening or not, fried, boiled or baked. She says, <laughs> I drink in moderation <laughs> and take the odd pill for backache or a touch of sleeplessness. Yeah. I do the crossword in the Telegraph and other puzzles. That keeps the brain going. And I enjoy arguing about politics with members of the family. Mm. Could my longevity be attributed to my lifestyle? And she has, seems to have quite a balance, a yeah. normal, what you would call a normal yeah. lifestyle. Or your genes. <laughs> it, yeah, you think you always think it's genetic, I do don't you? It's often. mostly yeah. genetic. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, Gino Ogino genetic. Uh, I was just reading on uh, social media. Um, yes. via This came via old mate uh, Chaz Nuki Burden. Um, I think somebody retweeted on here. Uh, apparently, a new turn of phrase, um, a bit of Cockney rhyming slang. If you say someone's gone, someone's gone Kevin. Oh, yeah, I've really? just heard he's gone Kevin. He's gone Kevin. Kevin Keegan vegan. Oh, I see. Kevin so, uh, Keegan we can vegan. Add that, we can nice. add that to the yeah. vernacular. If you know someone who's gone Kevin, uh, you can use that one. Good. Now, uh, congratulations to the good people at Moschino, the fashion house, for yeah. designing possibly the stupidest jacket of all time. It's, a, it's basically as if Warwick <laughs> Davis was wearing a jacket designed for The Rock. Yeah. Or giant haystacks. It, it's, is, that, is that really... That is, is it, a jacket. It's, that's just not an oversized jacket, no. Well, it's ridiculous. You can't, it's more than oversized, isn't it? It's absolutely How does bonkers. it stay on your shoulders? It is. It's basically a, a jacket that's about ten sizes too big. Yeah, well, and, more than ten. It's not great. It's not practical, is it? Still, but how do you keep it on? I don't know. How much does it cost, Andy? <laughs> Didn't actually say. It's, okay. Uh, yeah, just that's it. What a terrible <laughs> idea. Let's finish with the Sports Bar Best Show on radio. And, of course, it can mean only one thing. It's the midnight train to madness. Keith? Yes? Are you ready to do a little bit of Billy Joel? <coughs> you ready? Come on, here we go. A bit of Innocent Man. Play the music. There we go, Keith. Go on, Keith. Take it away. Some people stay far away from the road. When there's an answer of open it up. Some people leave the loophole outside when they open it up. No, it's not good, is it? Keep going, Keith. Keep going, Keith. Come on, Keith. Come on, Keith. It's coming. Sing up, Keith. Sing up. Nobody Nobody tells you a lie. Oh, that's outrageous. It's just building up to the crescendo. It's just got to get to the... And don't forget, from 10pm tonight, we're taking your calls. Manchester United versus AZ Alkmaar and Rangers versus Young Boys in the Champions League. I'm joined... Did I just say Champions League? What a silly mistake. Of course United and Rangers aren't good enough for that. Of course, I meant the Europa League. You've been listening to TalkSpot Daily Podcast. Please click and subscribe via Acast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. There'll be another one of these podcasts same time tomorrow. I promise. Great show today and another great edition of The Poddy tomorrow. That was a podcast from TalkSport.
The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.